This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tina Balanta, as she brings you God's Word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Father, we bless you. We worship you this evening. We thank you, Lord, because you're seated in heaven. You keep your eyes on us. We are never far from you. You hold us in your thoughts all the time. Lord, we bless you. We thank you for your faithfulness in our lives today. You've watched over us from the time we woke up till now. Lord, we bless you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We're looking at your word once more. We receive the spirit of understanding. And I thank you because the entrance of your word will bring life even into our situations in Jesus' name. Thank you for your presence, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we've worshipped. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're looking at a new series this evening. We're going to be talking about the ministry of angels this evening. We're going to be talking about the ministry of angels. You want to call it angels on assignment, the ministry of angels. We're going to be looking at um, what God has to say about angels. Angels on assignments. Hallelujah. We don't talk much about angels and um, maybe from time to time when we are ministering, when that is ministering, we talk about angels once in a while, you know, as one of the side points there. But when you look at the Bible, you realize that there's no book in the Bible that does not have angels mentioned in one way or another. From Genesis all the way to Revelation, we have angels. In Genesis, the first mention of angels that I remember were the angels that were put um, by the tree to stop people from going to the tree. Knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, after Adam sinned, God put some angels there and said nobody should go near that tree so that man does not live forever in his sin. There was that um, tree of... There was that um, angel there. Then the last book in the Bible, the book of Revelations, we find the angels talking to Apostle John because he had a revelation, he had an encounter with them. So throughout the Bible, we have a lot said about angels. And all we're going to be looking at this month is how angels are important in our own lives. Because one thing about the Word of God is that it's what you talk about that that um, you see happen in your life. The ministry of angels is real. There are angels around us this evening. There are as many angels as there are human beings in church this evening. Hallelujah. It's just that because they are invisible, you cannot see them, so you don't, we don't think about them a lot. But there is nowhere you go that your angel does not accompany you. Hallelujah. 
That's what the Bible says. There is no way you go as a child of God that your angels does not accompany you. Because the moment you came here, the moment you were born, God released an angel and attached that angel to you. So from the day you are born till the day you leave planet Earth, there is an angel. Whether you are going to the office, you are going to school, you are having your bath, whatever you are doing, the angel follows you. Because that angel's assignment is to stand by you and make sure that nothing goes wrong with you. Hallelujah. It's just that there are things we need to do to assist the angel in their own function. And we're going to be looking at that throughout this month. But this evening, I'm going to do a lot of basics just to give us an idea of what the Bible has to say about angels. And um, we trust God that at the end of this teaching, we'll have more encounters with angels in our personal lives. Amen? Hallelujah. Psalm 148, verses 2 and 5. Let's start from there. Psalm 148, verses 2 and 5. The first thing I want to say is that angels are created beings, just like man. Angels are created beings, just like man. The only thing is they are in a different class or a different category from man. They don't look like us. They are not like us, but they are created beings. Psalm 148, verses 2 and 5. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. God commanded and the angels were created. So the same way that God created man, that same way he created angels. The only difference is that angels were created long before man came on the scene. Angels were created long before man came on the scene. Man was created or is created in the image of God, but angels are not. They are a different being, they are a different species altogether. They don't look, they don't have the image of God on their inside. That's why when you read the Bible, sometimes you read um, in the book of um, Ezekiel, you read in the book of Jeremiah, the descriptions you have of angels. I was reading one yesterday, the angel had four faces. There's no, God doesn't have four faces. Hallelujah. I read that the angel had four faces. Some of the angels have six wings. Some have four wings. There are all sorts of things. So angels are not in the image of God, but we as human beings are in the image of God. And that's why they are different. They are created, but they are different. Second thing is that angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Angels are ministering spirits sent to minister for us. That's why everywhere we go, our angels follow us. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. Angels are ministering spirits. And they minister for those who shall be heirs of salvation. That means once someone becomes a child of God, the angel is empowered to minister for that person. 
Verse 13 says, But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit on my right hand, until I make thy enemies thy footstool? He didn't say that to any angel. He was only to the Lord Jesus Christ he said that. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only one sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. So he did not say that to the angels. He now continues and says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them? The word angel in Greek and in Hebrew just means messenger. That's what it means. That word angel, in both the Greek language and the Hebrew language, it means messenger. So angels are messengers for you and I as children of God. They are not messengers of go and cook and go and sweep for me. They are not that kind of messenger. They are not messenger of uh, I'm tired. Uh, come and fetch water for me. Uh -uh, that's not the kind of messenger there. But they are messengers as you speak God's word. They act on God's word where you are concerned. Hallelujah. So it means that when you say by the stripes of Jesus I am healed, it is the angels that bring the healing your way. When you say, my God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory, it is the angels that bring that manifestation. When you say, favor of God surrounds me as a shield, it's the angels of God that will surround you as a shield. Hallelujah. So the angels of God, they minister for you. They are messengers. And they hearken to the word of God. We'll look at that later. But they hearken to the word of God that we speak. They don't hearken to just anyhow words. But as long as you speak the word of God over a situation, you empower the angels to work on your behalf. You empower the angels to work on your behalf. God created every, he created angels with specific purposes and assignments. That's why when we look at our Bible, for those of us that are students of the Bible, you realize that the names that God calls different angels, they have different assignments. The angel that has become a thorn in everybody's flesh today started out as Lucifer. He was an angel of music. He was an angel of music. No, there's no other angel that has been given that assignment since then. I'm sure God has replaced him, but no other name that we have received from God as being the, the um, angel in charge of worship. We have angel Gabriel, we have angel Michael. They have specific assignments. Angel Gabriel was the messenger who brought news to Mary and Joseph about the birth of Jesus Christ. He seems to be an angel that delivers messages. Where you go through the Bible, he's the one that is giving messages to go and deliver to people. Meanwhile, Angel Michael is the fighter. So they all have assignments. And the angels that are with you have specific assignments where you are concerned. Your angels will serve you as you speak the word of God over your lives and over your circumstances in Jesus' name. They are God's messengers and they are meant to keep watch over us. In Genesis 28 verse 12, there was one thing I saw that was quite interesting in Genesis 28, verse 12. 
um, Jacob was running away. He had finished um, cheating his brother Esau from his, of his birthright. And once he heard that his brother was about to kill him, the mom said, look, just go to my brother's place and stay there. So on his way out of town, on his way going to his uncle's place, he slept and the Bible says he had a dream. He had a dream. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. The angels of God were ascending and descending on it. The first thing that struck me when I read this was that it's not that the angels were coming from heaven and going back home. The angels were coming from the earth to heaven and coming back, which means that whatever you speak as a child of God, when you speak your, the word of God over your situation, the angel goes to heaven with that message and collects your package and brings it back down. Hallelujah. The angel carries your prayers, goes up, drops it at Papa God's feet. Papa God says, this is the answer and brings it back. The only thing is that a lot of us, before the angel comes, sometimes we change our mouth so that the angels are now left hanging with our packages in the air. You receive the package that belongs to you in Jesus' name. You will not send your angels on assignment and leave them hanging, but you receive the package. There are two places in the Bible where it says this. The angels go up and they come down. From us, they take our requests up and they bring them down. They take our requests up and they bring them down. So whenever you are praying, pray with that in mind. Whenever you are confessing the word of God, confess with that in mind that there are angels on assignment where you are concerned. A lot of children of God, their angels are just sitting down idle. Doing nothing because we are not uh, we are not speaking God's word over our situations. There are spectacular deliverances that people have had. There are situations where people have been supernaturally delivered, supernaturally protected, provided for because the people knew the right words to speak. As we learn to speak the word of God, remember. Your angel will ascend, will, descend, will ascend and descend with the, the answers to your requests in the name of Jesus. Psalm 34 verse 7, the Bible says, The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him and delivers them. Psalm 37 verse 4, The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him. Remember, angels are messengers. And your angel will never leave you, even if you are doing bad. Your angel will stand beside you watching you. The only thing is because you cannot see the angel, Kunya will not catch you. <laughs> but your angel doesn't leave you. It encamps around about you 24-7 every day of the year. And that's why they are able to protect you when you need protection. In Acts chapter 8, Philip also had an encounter with an angel. There are so many places in the Bible that the Bible talks about angels. And our goal with this teaching is that at the end of this day, you will learn how to activate your angel to make them work for you. Because there are so many of our packages that are hanging, and we need those packages to start coming down. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 8, verse 26 this was um, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. 
It was an angel that ministered to him. The angel, an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go towards the south along the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert, which is desert. So I just gave you this just to let you know that angels are messengers and they have specific assignments. This particular angel came to tell Philip, do this. Go and do this. He did not talk to Philip from his inside like the Holy Spirit would, but he spoke to Philip from the outside because he is also a being. Okay, so Philip heard him from outside. So angels, they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us. They minister for us. They send, they bring messages to us from God. They protect us. They bring deliverance. They bring whatever we need at a particular point in time. I remember um, Novel Hayes, the late Novel Hayes, when he had issues with his daughter. The, the daughter, he was a preacher, a man of God, and his daughter was living a very wild life. She was not behaving herself the way she should, but she was living a very wild life. And he was praying and he was fasting and he was like, God, what's happening with this girl? God, how do I do? What do I do? So he started confessing the word, started speaking the word over her life. And one night, one day, he just came, I think he came, the girl came from her late night party as usual and went to her room to try and change and go to sleep. He said next thing he had, he had her screaming. He had her screaming from inside the room and, I mean, concerned daddy, he ran, what's going on? Daddy, 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 there's a man, a big man, there's a big man in my room, a giant angel. God sent that angel. Today the woman is a minister of the gospel. <laughs> that was all she needed. You know, God knows how to catch hold of us. <laughs> that was all she needed. God sent a mighty giant into, I mean, an angel into her room. The sight of the angel, the alcohol she drank, the drugs she was, everything, everything, her eye clear. And her life changed. So please, let's send our angels on assignments. Amen? They are with us for a reason. They have, us, they, have, they have specific assignments, and if you learn to make use of them, you'll find that things that you're trusting God for will change faster where our lives are concerned in Jesus' name. Number three, angels are spirit beings. They are spirit beings, and as such, their normal place of activity is the spirit realm. Angels are spirit beings. And as such, their normal place of activity is the spirit realm. They are not physical. That's why we cannot see them right now. Like I said earlier on, there are actually more angels here than there are human beings. There are more angels here than there are human beings. But we can't see them because they are spirit beings. Hebrews 1 verse 7. They are spirit beings. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? He makes his angels spirits. Colossians 1, 15 and 16. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. 
For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible. What are the invisible things? Angels are part of the invisible things. By him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Second Kings chapter 6, verses 15 to 17. Angels are spirit beings and they are invisible, but it does not make them not real. In Second Kings, we, we see the story of someone who thought he was alone. He thought they were done for. He thought that was the end. There was nothing. That was Elisha's servant. They woke up and the king of Syria, they realized that the armies of Syria had surrounded them all around. And he was afraid and he shouted and said, Master, we are done for. Master, there's no way we'll get out of this situation. When the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? How for do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. That is still true where we are concerned today. Amen? They that are for us are more than they that are for them. So wherever you go, wherever you find yourself, always say, They that are with me are more than they that are against me. As you keep saying that, it will also embolden you and give you confidence no matter where you find yourself because you'll realize that you're never alone. Apart from God himself being with you, the messengers of God, they are with you. They encamp around about you. They walk with you wherever you go. And they'll protect you from every attack of the enemy. Amen? He answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord... I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. May the Lord open your eyes to see. Amen? God opened his eyes. He's not talking about the natural eyes, because if it was natural eyes, I mean... The natural eyes saw horses and chariots. He didn't see beyond horses and chariots. So the prophet said, Father God, open the second set of eyes. We all have two sets of eyes. And it's as God wishes that he opens the second one for us. So angels are spirit beings. They live in the spirit realm. They act, they operate in the spirit realm. Angels, like I said earlier, they've been assigned for you. They've been assigned for you, and they all have divine assignments to do. They don't all do the same things. Okay? They don't all do the same thing. It's just that the one that is your angel, your guardian angel, walks with you, protects you, provides for you. Remember that ladder. They take your prayer requests up, and they come back with the answers. That's your angel's assignment. We go, we bring. We go, we bring. We go, we bring. Psalm 91 verses 11 and 12. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. 
In their hands they bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. The angels of God have charge over you. Their assignment is to keep you. You remember the, the devil gave Jesus this scripture when he was tempting him. Even the devil knows. He was an angel, but he's a fallen angel. He's a fallen angel. He gives his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. The angels of God will keep you wherever you find yourselves in Jesus' name. The Bible says they will bear you up in their hands so that you don't dash your foot against a stone. You do not dash your foot against a stone. There are many other things we're not going to be looking at. I'll just briefly run through them. Luke chapter 15 verse 10, they have emotions. Okay, Luke 15 verse 10, the Bible says there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over a sinner that repents. So they, they have emotions. They are joyful. They can be joyful. They speak. They communicate with one another. They communicate with human beings. They have their own languages. And they can communicate in a language that we can also hear. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. So angels have their own tongues. They have their own languages. Do not ask God that you want to talk like an angel. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Do not, because you already have Holy Ghost baptism. You are spraying in an unknown tongue. Be satisfied. Because I know of people that, or I have heard of people, let me not say I know of people, I have heard of people that they say they, they speak in tongues of angels and they communicate with angels. Which one concern you with angel? They are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those that shall be heirs of salvation. That's their assignment. That's their assignment. And the only communication you have with them is speak the word of God. They hearken to the voice of God's word. Whatever it is you're trusting God for, even while you are praying, you're praying God's words, you're making your confession daily. As you're using the word of God, that word of God stirs them up. That word of God makes them move. That word of God sends them to God's presence. And as they go, they are going with one thing in mind. We need to bring results back. Hallelujah. So don't be bothered about, I want to talk like an angel or I want to talk like to an angel. That's not your business. Share, just make your confession. Speak the word of God. And the angels will hearken to the words that you speak in Jesus' name. There are times when, like I've always shared my tes the testimony of Abuja Road where I heard angels. I also remember another experience where I had on the old side of our house. I used to exercise in the front there lots. And one of the times when I was walking, I also heard them, they were talking, it was like they were discussing me. And they were saying, if only she would know the place she holds in the heart of the Father. In fact, that one, I turned to say, ah, who is talking? Who are they talking about? You know? But it, it thrilled me. Because different times, God just opens my ears and I hear that second realm. I hear the angels talk a lot. But God does that because he wants to emphasize something where you are concerned. Does it mean they speak English? They speak their own language, but God allows me to hear it in English. That's how I see it. They speak their own language, but God allows me to hear in my own language. 
So there are times when God can do that for you. God will allow you, but the main thing is do not seek it. It's as God wills that those things will happen where you are concerned. Zechariah chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Zechariah 3, 6 and 7. And the, then the angel of the Lord admonished Joshua, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts. Angels talk, they communicate. This angel had an, a message for Joshua, and he said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, If you will walk in my ways, and if you will keep my command, then you shall also judge my house, and likewise have charge of my courts. I will give you places to walk among these who stand there. Isaiah 6, 2 and 3, we have a similar situation. Angels talk, but we should not seek. I'm just giving examples of what um, God has said in his word, of what God shows us in his word. Isaiah saw the throne. Isaiah saw angels. He saw seraphims. He saw cherubims. The seraphims he saw, the Bible says, each one had six wings. And the angel cried one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. We also have an example of John the Baptist's father. You remember, he went into the temple to make sacrifice, the usual sacrifice. And an angel met him and gave him a message. So it has happened a lot in Bible times, in old days. None of these people were looking for, but God had a message to pass. And God gave them that message. If there is a need for you, God will do that for you. But remember, do not seek them. The tongues of men, the tongues, um, Holy Ghost baptism that we have is what is the most important thing. As we pray in tongues, the Lord answers, hears, and answers our prayers. Amen? Angels are mighty beings. They are not small. Some of these angels that they draw that look like babies, I'm sure you've seen those angels that they draw that look like babies. Some of them will hold arrows. They'll say it is Cupid, Cupid's arrow abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm 103 verse 20 Angels are mighty beings 103 20 Matthew 20, um, 28 verses 1 to 5 Bless the Lord you his angels who excel in strength The angels of God excel in strength They are very powerful, they are mighty In Matthew 28 you find that those angels showed up and they frightened the, the soldiers that were guarding the thumb. After the Sabbath, Matthew 28, verses 1 to 5, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his cloth clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. That means the guards fainted because they saw the angels. The angels must have been something else. But meanwhile, when these women saw the angels, they were, he was able, he just told them, fear not. You see in the next verse, verse 5, the angel answered and said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. So the angels are very mighty. If God is to allow us to see them in their glory and in everything, you'll see huge, mighty, 
You remember uh, daddy has shared of the time he saw an angel there. The head was up and it was just from the shoulder down that he could see. So they are mighty, they are mighty beings, not men, they are mighty beings. And they have assignments that God has asked them to, um, to fulfill where our lives are concerned. May our, may our angels not be lazy. Amen? May our angels not be lazy. Let's keep them active. Let's give them assignments to help us to also rest well when we learn how to send our angels on assignments. Angels can appear as human beings. We're not going to read it, but in Daniel chapter 10, verses 18 and 19, and then Hebrews 13, 2. Angels can appear as human beings. Daniel 10, 18 and 19, and then Hebrews 13, 2. Hebrews 13, 2 says, people for, have unknowingly entertained strangers not knowing that they were angels. Not knowing that they were angels. In fact, somebody was sharing with me last week of an encounter she had. She was in a difficult situation. She was in a difficult situation and she was just trying to get settled in a new environment, trying to put herself together, trying to buy things back, back and forth in a new environment. And she realized that all of a sudden she was overwhelmed by what was happening. And a man walked up to her, helped her pack her things, helped her adjust her things. By the time she settled, she turned to say thank you. She did not see the person again. This is somebody that I know. She was sharing the testimony with me. She was like, mommy, I don't know what happened. I don't know where the person came from. I said, God sent an angel to visit you. God knew you needed encouragement. He knew that you were overwhelmed. So he sent an angel. But because he appeared as a human being, she did not know that it was an angel. So there are times when God will allow you to be visited by angels. Learn to treat everybody you meet nicely because you don't know when the angel will show up. May we not be rude to our angel of deliverance. <laughs> May we not be rude to them. They will come and then you will not say. <laughs> there was an incident that happened. I'm trying to round up, but I have a lot, but we'll see. Uh, there was an incident that happened over 20 years ago. I've shared it in the Bible school. Over 20 years ago, when the children were very young. One of the times where our daddy traveled, and um, I was alone with the kids, just two of them that time. And... Um, five and two years or thereabouts. So I had to go out in the night. Normally I don't. I mean, if daddy is not at home, where am I going, you know? But I had to go and pick something from someone in the night. The person called and said, you need to come and pick. So as God will have it, I had a policy then by seven, you are asleep. So they were already asleep, they were in bed. So my prayer as I was leaving the house was, God, let these children not wake up before I come. Let them not wake up and ask Mommy, I'm hungry, or mommy, I want to drink water, that kind of thing, you know? So I ran out of the house, I drove where I was going, went and picked what I needed to pick. But as I drove into our gate, I, I won't forget that. I saw a man standing inside. Fear, wait, let me not say a man. I saw a human being standing. So the first thing that came to my mind was, one of them has woken up and is crying and is looking for mommy. You know that kind of thing. So I quickly packed. I didn't even carry the thing I went to collect out of the car. I just ran. <laughs> I just ran inside. They were still sleeping. 
These kids were still sleeping. I went to the window. I looked at the window. I said, I did, or is it that I was dreaming? Or I, thought, I, saw, I know I saw somebody. I know I saw somebody there. It was as I was thinking and as I was meditating on it, I realized that the Lord just said, look, you left your children in my care. So what did you want me to do? I should now make it that there's nobody with them when you, you are not there. Hallelujah. So ever since then, I know that where my children are concerned, there are angels with them. Where everybody in restoration is concerned, there are angels with you. That's one thing I know. So no matter where I go, no matter what I'm doing, there's always that assurance that nobody that belongs to me is left alone. So the angels can look like human beings, and that's why a lot of times, sometimes we have encounters, but we don't know who we're having encounters with. And God does that so that we will not be overwhelmed with fear. But what I feel is that in these end times, there will be a lot more ministry of angels amongst his people. And God will open our eyes to see them a lot more. Because there's a lot to be done. Time is short and there is a lot to be done. So God is going to allow people to have encounters with angels. So it's important that we know who we are dealing with when, when these angels show up. And as we deal with them, let's learn to take advantage of them. Amen? Finally, the angels of God hearken to God's word. I've given you a lot of material. Go and study. Go back to the Bible. The angels of God hearken to his word. The words you speak determine whether or not the angels will minister for you, like I said. So watch what you say. Psalm 103 verse 20, I've read it. The Bible says the angels heed the voice of his word. They don't heed our own words, but they heed the voice of God's word. As we learn to speak God's word, Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 1, verses 1, 2, and 6. Our words and our behavior must agree with God's covenants if we want to activate their ministry fully. Okay? So when we speak contrary to the word, they cannot work for us. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Keep your foot when you go to the house of God. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thy heart be hasty to utter, utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore let thy words be few. Then he now says, Suffer not thy mouth, verse 6, to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. So angels are there. They listen to your words. So when you say something, at that point, you cannot not tell the angel, sorry, I made a mistake. I, I, I want to change what I'm saying. That's why it says, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of, of thy hands? So we need to learn to stay in faith with the right words. Let's stay in faith with the right words. Let's find the more reason 
to speak the word of God over our circumstances, over our situations. When we need God's intervention in a particular situation, let's learn to use the word because the angels will always hearken to the word of God. They will not hearken to our natural words, especially when those words are contrary to what God is saying. As long as you can find scriptures for what you are saying, use the word of God and the angels will hearken and the angels will go and cause your miracles to show up in the name of Jesus. Remember, the angels were ascending and descending. Where um, Jacob was concerned, Genesis 28, 12, they were ascending and they were descending. Your angels are ascending and descending. Whatever you're praying to God about, whatever you're talking to God about, there's an innumerable company of angels all around us. And those angels are on assignment for you they will bring to pass everything you have spoken, everything you have trusted God for, and everything that God says belongs to you, they will bring them to pass in your lives in the name of Jesus. Let not your parcels be found hanging. Because there are a lot of times when God's angels bring parcels, and they are there. Our faith is what helps us to grab hold of the parcels. The words we speak help us to grab hold of them. Remember, activate your faith, use the word of God, and your house will be full of the packages that belong to you in Jesus' name. Let's rise to our feet this evening. Father, we thank you for your word this evening. We thank you for the ministry of angels. We thank you because angels have been released to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. They have released, they've been released to minister for us as your children. Father, even as we go into the rest of the week, we charge your angels to bring to pass everything that you have spoken concerning us where this week is concerned in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because your angels encompass round about the entire restoration family, protecting them and keeping them from evil. Thank you, Lord, because your angels will cause our resources to be met even as we obey your word. And I thank you, Father, because you'll fulfill all you have spoken concerning us, even as we align ourselves with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram, at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.